Hello, folks. Welcome once again to another edition of Volunteer Spotlight. Who's behind that voice? This is Ryan O, your host, and we have with us today Tom Garvey. Tom reads the Wall Street Journal for us every Friday afternoon at 4.30 p.m., and he can also be heard every Sunday morning at 11 a.m. reading the Omaha World Herald. God bless him. He gets up way early and, and reads the paper. So, Tom, great to have you here today. Great to be here. So, Tom, as always, let's start with your background. Where were you born? Where are you from? And what brought you to Omaha? Well, I'm from South Dakota, Yankton County, South Dakota, actually, a small farming community named Gayville. I lived on a farm there, went to grade school in Gayville, went to high school in Yankton, about 12 miles to the west, and went to college in Vermilion, about 15 miles to the east. I was, uh, after I graduated from the University of South Dakota, my first job was with Mutual of Omaha. So I moved to Omaha in June of 1976 and have been here ever since. Holy cow. So you've been here, I want to say, one year less than I was born. So I'm going to say about 47 years. Exactly. So you did, what, what made you stay in Omaha? Did you like it or did you just like the job? Well, the job was great. I worked at Mutual of Omaha for 24 years. And then after that, I was at that kind of a critical juncture in my career where I was asking myself, do I want to stay with the same company or do I want to try something else? I tried something else. I worked for ConAgra for about three years. That was far different than a mutual insurance company. <laughs> so after that, uh, I was fortunate enough to get a job with Physicians Mutual, which was kind of like, uh, very much like Mutual of Omaha. And I worked another 11 years there. So I had 35 years in the mutual insurance business, three years with ConAgra. I finished my career with four years at Emanuel, uh, ironically, very close by. Yeah, here. right across the street. I worked for not the hospital, but Emanuel Communities, Emanuel Senior Living, and I was their vice president of information technology until my retirement in 2017. Since I retired, I've uh, picked up a couple of fun gigs. I now drive for Enterprise Car Sales, which typically means shuttling cars around town, preparing them for sale, uh, taking them for maintenance and um, detailing and photos and so forth. But one of the fun parts of that job is occasionally I'm called upon to go retrieve a car for someone who has bought a car from here, but it's in another locale. So I've had the chance to go pick up a car in Salt Lake City or New Orleans or Charlotte, North Carolina. Wow. So you must like driving, huh? I do. It's very relaxing to me. Uh, tell me about your wife, Tom. Well, my wife uh, was also in the data processing area, information services area, if you will. After we got married in 1987 and shortly thereafter had children, she was able to stay home with the kids uh, for about 12 years until, uh, well, actually 14, because when um, our oldest daughter started high school, then she looked for an opportunity to maybe go back to some kind of a position, and she got a job with the Creighton Dental School, which turned out to be a real bonus because as an employee of Creighton, she was able to garner free tuition for our kids. So both of our daughters graduated from Creighton University School of Nursing. I'll be darned. And both are nurses at Children's Hospital today. So you worked at Emanuel, your wife worked at Creighton Dental. You're, it sounds like your family was pretty well covered in the medical area. 
we were. I would look at Emmanuel, my job with Emmanuel, uh, almost a little bit differently. It, it was the end of my career. I had about three years, and it was faith-based organization. I'm, I'm a Lutheran. Mm-hmm. It's a Lutheran-based organization. So it was really gratifying to finish my career working in a faith-based non-for-profit. Yeah. And one of the people that I knew there that was my coworkers was Peggy Hall. Which Pastor leads Peggy. me in yep. to how did I get involved with RTBS? Yes, take it away. Well, I knew Peggy was on the board of directors, and I've always enjoyed reading, being a lecturer at church, um, being an MC for different family events, that type of thing. And when I saw Peggy was on that, I was interested to look into it a little bit more. So uh, there was an opportunity. You're always looking for readers, it sounds Absolutely. like. Absolutely. And so uh, I think we were just talking, my first chance to read was in March of 2020. And I remember it fairly vividly because I came here for the initial training and was getting prepared for when I would be coming here on a weekly basis to read. And that day was the day the world shut down because of COVID. And so I think I probably only read once in the studio here. And after that, I've been reading, recording on my phone and downloading it into Dropbox, which has been greatly convenient for me. I I remember it well, Tom. Those were dark times for for all of us, but we got through it. At the time you came in, you were our last auditionee before we shut it down and started doing things remotely. And we stopped the audition process. And... At that point, we had very few people relatively uh, that were doing it remotely. Most people were coming in, and it's kind of flip-flopped now. And you were one of those that stuck with us, even though you didn't have a lot of experience in the studio, and, and you were just rock solid doing the Wall Street Journal and uh, the Omaha World Herald. And it was it's we, I can't ever remember you're missing a time. Well, so. it's worked out real well. And uh, you, met, you alluded to it earlier, the uh, – World Herald, I think your desire is for me to have that read by 9 o'clock in the morning. It's scheduled for 11 o'clock, but I think you told me one time the Lincoln Journal Star goes at 10 o'clock. Yes, and sir. you want to make sure you have it by 10 o'clock in case something would, there'd be a snafu with yep. the Lincoln Journal Star. That so. is exactly it. And it served us well on a couple of different occasions. We have had to run Omaha first, but normally we run Lincoln first. But really appreciate it. But let me go back for just a moment to your family. Do you want to give your kids a shout out on the air? You bet. I have uh, two daughters, Jessica. Uh, she's a, a nurse in the emergency department at Children's Hospital. And she has two daughters, Chloe and Olivia. And we help uh, babysit for them a quite a fair amount. Uh, our oldest granddaughter, Chloe, has something called Williams syndrome. And so never that requires uh, some, there's some special needs there. So uh, we're fortunate to be able to help out. We only live two miles away. So that works out very well. Right. Our younger daughter, Jenny, has blessed us with two grandsons, family, LG. And when I was in Toastmasters, for my introductory speech, I called myself the ladies guy, TLG, <laughs> because my life has been filled with women. I had no brothers and only sisters, um, only daughters, no sons. So I have two grandsons now that are four and almost two, and they live simply four miles away from us. So we're very fortunate to have the whole family 
Great, great. Uh, You gave your kids a shout out and your your grandkids. Let me ask you one of the standard questions. Do you have any pets? I do not have pets. We are not a pet household. Well, that's all right. You know, some people are, some people aren't. Also, you mentioned your church. Do you want to give them a shout out as well? You bet. I go to St. Michael Lutheran Church. um, And my wife is Roman Catholic, so she goes to St. Vincent de Paul. So it's been an ecumenical marriage along the way. Uh, But, you know, I try to break the barriers down on that, if you will. Sure. Um, I help Fran, my wife, at St. Vincent de Paul. They have something called the Divine Mercy Food Pantry. And so that's something that we can do together. And I enjoy doing that. But I've been very active throughout my years at St. Michael and uh, just get involved in a lot of community support things. In fact, we're providing lunch for a Habitat for Humanity crew this Saturday. Great. So. That's great. Yeah, the church community is always so great with the with the things like that, with the food pantries and, and different special needs projects. So that's, that's excellent. I was working one day down at the food pantry for Kuntz Lutheran Church, and I saw someone there that was in Creighton attire, and so I struck up a conversation. That's my nature. It turns out the guy worked for the athletic department. He was an associate sports information director. Uh I'm a huge sports fan. Basketball, baseball, football primarily. Love sports. I asked if they ever needed any help since I had become a retiree now. And they said, well, sometimes they do need help in running the scoreboard, running the game clock, running the shot clock for men's or women's basketball or volleyball or whatever. Uh, He took my name. The next day I got a email wondering if I could run the scoreboard for a volleyball game. I did, and I've been working for them ever since, living my largest life, if you will. I'll be darned. So I I work on uh, men's and women's basketball, volleyball, softball, and baseball. Do you ever uh, work the PA? you got that deep, booming voice. I do, as a matter of fact. Uh, They've had regular PA uh, staff for men's basketball, women's basketball, and volleyball. They didn't have anyone for softball. So I uh, took on that role, hoping that it'll be a a lead-in to some other opportunities along the way. And in fact, it has been. Creighton had a volleyball invitational tournament over Labor Day weekend. There were six games, and uh, the the regular PA guy was out of town, and so I got to do those six games. And I get to substitute from time to time at uh, the Charles Schwab Field for the baseball I'll be darned. Well. Yeah, well, you got the voice for it, Tom. Well, thank we you. We could certainly see you doing that or hear you, rather. What other hobbies do you like? You said sports. So let me ask first, who are your teams? Well, the Minnesota Twins broke their 18-game playoff losing streak yesterday, <laughs> so I'm pretty happy about that. I grew Good. up in South Dakota, so being sure. a South Dakotan, we had an affinity towards Minnesota teams. So I'm a Vikings fan. I'm a Minnesota Twins fan, uh, love Creighton uh, basketball. It's hard to not become somewhat of a Chiefs fan here in uh-huh. Omaha. There's my, my son-in-law loves the Chiefs, and so uh, I enjoy following them as well. What other hobbies do you like? I try to stay pretty active. I've, been, I've played a lot of pickleball during retirement, um, but I'm finding that my body is is not as resilient to that kind of activity as it used to be. Uh-huh. So, no, but I, I play pickleball. We have community centers, and as much as that's good physical activity, it's tremendous 
social engagement. Met a lot of friends playing pickleball. Um, I like to ride bike. I love riding on the trails around the different uh, dam sites and, and lakes around town, Standing Bear, um, Flanagan, Zerinsky. Uh, I, I try to make sure I stay on the trails. I do not like riding on the roadways because I just don't trust drivers. Uh, and it's, I've, there's been a lot of catastrophic sure. injuries yeah. along those lines. But I do that and um, played golf occasionally. And not, uh, I probably stretch the truth when I say that. I'm not very good at it, but I enjoy playing. And uh, then I have some other hobbies. Uh, well, not hobbies, but activities. I'm uh, a frequent uh, platelet donor at the American Red Cross. So I try to give platelets every two weeks, uh, which That's good. Uh, I know there's a great need for that. Yeah, there absolutely. Yeah. Tom, uh, as usual, time flies when you're having fun and we are done. Last question we ask everybody, if there's a message you could give to the listeners of Radio Talking Book, what would it be? Well, my message, I guess uh, I'm I'm hopeful that people enjoy my reading uh, and enjoy the reading of all the folks here. I think this is a tremendous service. I think when I started, we were serving approximately 10,000 clients, and now it's, if memory serves me correct, from the appreciation event you had a couple weeks ago, it's up to 12,000 now yep. and growing. And I love the, the different ways there are for people to gain access to the readings. I just had someone the other day who doesn't, doesn't have a visually impaired relative, but someone who just isn't able to read and get around much anymore. And so I made them aware of the website and where they can go out and pick up recordings and podcasts there. So I just, I'm, I'm hopeful that the work we do here is fulfilling to the clients that we're serving. Well, thank you, Tom. And thank you for all you do for us reading the Wall Street Journal and the Omaha World Herald. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to be with us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. And folks, this is Ryan O with Volunteer Spotlight. Who's behind that voice? Our guest has been Tom Garvey. We like to let you know who's reading for you, and he is certainly one of our best and brightest. So, folks, thanks so much for listening, and please stay tuned for our next program. Bye-bye, folks.